So you have to break down every wall that you have. That's tough. I wouldn't want to know. No, men, men just want to hunt. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's just, I think that's the nicest way to say it. Yeah, so. That's fair. Faith and Failures Podcast. Okay, do you use technology? Now, you just, uh, technological tools. What was those apps one more time? Just between us. Just between us. Intimately us. Intimately us. And that's for? This for marriage things. Marriage stuff? There's, and you can set it how frisky you want it to be. Oh, uh, so it's like a playful they're, app they're type both deal? Christian apps. They are. But you one of them is like, do you do something for your spouse every day? You know, it gives you what you should do. The other one is a chat thing back and forth. It's an encrypted chat. Okay. So, you know, it's things like that. Okay. Um that's cool. And then podcasts, honestly. Now you do you do some online counseling, right? I do a lot of online counseling. So you're you're not conflicted between online or in person. Uh, person, I'd rather stuff. have on uh, in person. In person, because then you can see everything. But honestly, if if I can get you to engage online, yeah, whatever, I'll do online. Yeah. So I, I can't tell you the other side of online. I have stopped seeing people because one person's engaged and the other one's just sort of laying back and not doing. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what? We're not getting anywhere. We're done. Yeah. Got to have both. Got to have both. Got to have both. So how do you address the tension between? individual needs and the collective needs of the marriage you said earlier you kind of you kind of do one and the other and then if both I, if i have to i will but honestly in a marriage there is no individual need yeah it's always a collective need by the end of it now you may have individual things that you you struggle with yeah but you bring them to the marriage so let's put them out on the table like i said put it on a post-it and put it in front of you and attack it together i will pull them like i said i, I will separate them every once in a while I had one couple i couldn't get three minutes before it really so it's like all right we need to separate this and i want to teach you how to communicate i'm going to teach her how to communicate separately and then we're going to come back together and we we came back together and i was like okay i think we're ready and we made it a session and a half and i went no this is too early let's go back (laughs) you know things like that yeah so just kind of a need to need basis it's kind of yeah it's it's as you need just like your techniques just kind of whatever fits the need so but i'm i mean that's and it's a hard concept to understand is that everything you do affects your relationship. Yeah. Intimately us and just between us. Oh, that's the apps, I think. Yeah. Okay. Intimately us and just between us. So in what ways, well, you, you kind of addressed that. I was going to ask that, do you think individual therapy complements the marriage counseling? But I guess that's just a need to need or kind of as it comes. If well, they believe need me, there was so much. Uh, if you got a lot of trauma in your life, you need to unpack it. Yeah. So like if something was from someone's past trauma that didn't necessarily, it was affecting the marriage, but was not a marriage issue, you probably would separate them and work through that trauma first yeah. and then bring marriage into it. So so we'll take a, a rape victim. Yeah. That's going to affect the intimacy in a relationship. So you need to pull her apart, pull her aside and, and work on that separately Yeah, with me and PTSD. Lori knows a lot of my trauma, but she doesn't need to know the gory part of my trauma. Right. So that's what I worked on individually. And then you brought it together with, okay, how does this affect us together? Gotcha. Yeah. So how do, how do cultural beliefs and societal norms impact the success of marriage counseling? I think sometimes society has a lot more impact than it should. It does. On our lives. You know what? Divorce is easier than marriage today. Which is sad. It is. I've actually heard people say, yeah, this, this, this will work, I think, for the first one if it doesn't work out. You're walking in already failing. Yeah. You know, the other thing is the instant gratification. So I'm going to go to marriage counseling, but if it's not fixed in three sessions, yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. Single work. Yeah. 
there weren't that that wasn't really a, a commitment anyways no no we want we want something instant yeah i mean look at look at mcdonald's you sit at mcdonald's longer than five minutes you get upset this is fast <laughs> food i want the i want those yeah imitation chicken nuggets you know whatever it is <laughs> yeah so it's it's one of those things instead of committing to what we have and building up on it and society saying hey you know what you can work through this if if you if you i'm gonna throw this out here if you had an affair in your relationship and you're still working through it to get to on the other side of that creates such a bond and a relationship that is like i'm not saying go have an affair guys okay but, just, I mean, just to clarify, just to clarify, it, it just brings you to the next level. Yeah. Because there's so many things you got to work through trust. You got to work through intimacy. You got to work through all of that. And especially if it's a guy that had the affair, because women naturally want to know everything that happened. Yeah. So you have to break down every wall that you have. That's to tough. I wouldn't want to know. No, yeah. men, men just want to hunt. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's just, <laughs> I think that's the nicest way to say it. Yeah, so that's fair. Oh, um, you know, but society, culture, society says, you know what, this is normal. Don't worry, you did that, you're done. So, do you, do you think that's the biggest thing from culture that that messes with people's heads in marriage? Yeah, is that it's that's not a big deal. You can find somebody else, plenty of fish in the sea type attitude where there's no longevity, no long game. No, well, let's wait for the next one come along. Yeah, my brother, I know he was joking, but uh, he would always say, which they were all celebrities, so I know it was a joke, but just his mentality on it, which he's never been married. He said he had a list of the next three women he was going to divorce. <laughs> like lawyers. Yeah. That's wrong. But that's, I mean, that's almost, it's almost real. Like, it is. People are like, eh, eh. But it will like being intimate with somebody. You can't, the Bible tells us to, to break away from our parents and become one mm-hmm. with somebody. So when we do that out of the confines of marriage and we're just hooking up or we're going into a marriage with like, eh. Whatever, if it doesn't work out, it's fine. There's, it, you're li- leaving a piece of your heart, a piece of your, of who you are with somebody that you really didn't invest in. It's a soul tie. <clears throat> Absolutely. You know, and that is, that is something that the more I look at it, it's like, okay, I got to learn about this. Yeah. But that's not something I can log on to counseling today and find a class on. Right. You know, so, and, and when you say that, you know, and the Bible says to become one, if you look at the, the physical act, yeah, you can't become any closer than the act. Yeah. You are one. Yeah. So when you do that outside of marriage, what does that do to you? That's why we have so many people walking around not understanding why they feel so damaged and empty because they've been emptying out something that should have been between just two people. And you know what's worse than that? This just can't just hit me because of some of the people I see. They call it a body count. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. What's your body count? Doesn't that sound morbid? In, in to my you? in my last in my first thing when I when I was in the military, body count was completely different. Yeah, you know, Chris Kyle, American Sniper. Yeah, his, his body count was complete. Why would you call it a body count? Complete disregard for what it actually is. So then, when are you married? Intimacy. Is your when you get married? Is your spouse part of your body count? I guess so. Mine. There's a right now. You know what? You ever heard of the red pill community? You know what that is? No. So I want to do I'm going to do a live stream about it, but like it's a full on dudes teaching young men that don't pretty much that don't have father figures in their life to rack up the highest body count that they can so that they can know what they want in a woman when they decide to get married. And these are people who are claiming conservative ethics. And how in the world has that become normal? Or like you're teaching young men that it's admirable to make money, which which the things they preach is as they preach like their pastors, but I mean they they're million subscribers on YouTube. 
to go to the gym, take care of your body, to make a lot of money so that you can be a high value man so that you will attract the woman you want and give most of your attention to your weekend women. And if they won't be your weekend woman, don't give them the attention. I'm like what kind of, and that's the, that's a, a it's so, called red so, pill community. So now look at the flip side of that. Look at the trail they're leaving behind. Yeah. Who's going to work with all of those women, their girls, they're not women yet, all those girls to show them that they have value in life Yeah, and that they deserve to be better than somebody's piece of meat. And they're not thinking about like, I'm about to have a little girl. Mm -hmm. If somebody called my little girl, one of their body counts, they would end up in a body bag. Yeah. Because that's not how I roll, which my, as far as I can control my young, my little girl will know that she is valuable and above that. But I mean, that's, that's our culture teaching these young girls that that's all they are is a body count yep. and that the young men well, to conquer it. Some, some of them, some of the girls have a higher body count than some of the guys. Yeah. You know, it's like, really, what, what is, what is left? And nothing. And then they try to, then they try to get married and they wonder yeah. why that, then it ends up in divert, divorce because there's no, there's no value on actual commitment anymore. It's all about what can I get? And commitment is not it, like we started this whole thing out with. It's not about what I can get. It's what I can do, for, I the can do for the other yeah. person. Yeah. Faith and Failures Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would mean a great deal to me if you download, share, and subscribe so you can be notified every time I put out a new episode. Once again, Thank you and see you next time on Faith and Failures.